Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Freedom is a feeling, and the best way to truly feel free is behind the wheel of a Jeep SUV. Find out what true freedom feels like at Jeep Freedom Days. And now, financing at $2,500 total cash allowance on the purchase of a 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee WK Laredo 4x4. Don't miss this great offer. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery by 531-22. Jeep is a registered trademark. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Enjoy this Goldilocks Productions presentation of the Stacy and Company Show. Stacy Erickson channels messages from your higher self and other realms. Connect with your own unicorn and dragon. Step into this magical realm now. Hi, everyone. It's so good to see you. I'm happy to be here today. Um, I'm Stacey Erickson. Over the past few years, I've become an inspirational medium and animal intuitive, bringing connection to your higher self while delivering messages from the other realms. So today's show is about mermaids and uh, dolphins. There's uh, got so much cool information for you today. It's kind of neat. So I kind of have my hair a little mermaid-ish with a little blue shirt on so that we can kind of welcome in their energy. I um, feel like they're here already, though, so it's really kind of fun. Um, as this show is moving forward, I want to kind of get 
straight with y'all because last week was a little bit insane for me. And I'm sure that last week was insane for everybody here on this entire planet because um, of the energies that are going on right now. And of course we have our election and whatnot in this country. But uh, so moving forward for this show uh, with these changing times, there's going to be more realms that are opening up and more information that's coming in. And uh, I've got to tell you, it's so much fun and so interesting to hear and to uh, realize what what is wanting to step forward. And that's what the show is about is, you know, bringing information to you from the natural world and other realms. And the other realms, once again, are so close to us right now with the veil being very thin, they can communicate with us much more clearly and much easier. And so, therefore, they're asking me to step in and try to, you know, help with correcting some of the information that was given about them in the past, i.e. today, the mermaids. There's a lot of information that was misconceived. However, there is some true stuff in there, too. Um, The... uh, There's also, I wanted to let you all know, on my website, I'm going to be doing new readings. And the new readings have to do with two different types of readings. And the one reading is your animal totems. The animals that we have with us, what we do is we um, use their energy or whatever it is that that they represent to help us in our everyday lives. And so say you're a um, butterfly. So there you've gone through this serious transformation that could be like a a physical death where you came back to life, or it could be uh, where you're just having this transformation of life itself, divorce, you know, um, anything that's, you know, transformative for you, transformative for you. (laughs) So uh, as we move forward, I would like you to, uh, you know, definitely check out my website at raspberrylight.com and see if um, I can help you with anything or give you some very special readings. Of course, the unicorn readings are extremely informative as well and a lot of fun. And then also I can read your animals. So as we're moving forward, once again, I wanted to remind you, as in every single show, that each and every one of us has the ability to use telepathy for communication. Telepathy is the universal communication of everything. So trees talk to each other through communicating with telepathy. Animals, all animals do, and the other realms do as well. So telepathy is the mind-to-mind connection where you receive information about likes and dislikes as well as other thoughts. The uh, other way that you can communicate to is called entrainment, and that's with your heart. So you're sending out your heart, excuse me, your heart information or your heart um, energy to the other heart. So if you think about, you know, putting like this long cord from your heart to the heart of the being that you want to speak to, then that would be entrainment where you are feeling into things a little bit more. However, you can still hear Um, the heart to heart connection where you receive information on a deeper level. You can tap into future events, past lives, other realms, as well as other things personal to you and to them. This is really, really cool way to communicate because once again, you get information that is so clear and so much fun for yourself as well as for the other being that you're speaking with. The uh, best beings to talk to just for uh, future reference and especially right now in these trying times for all of us is 
trees. Trees are amazing. So if you go outside and you can sit with any tree at all and you just lean your back up against the tree and you ask it if it has any information for you, you can hear the tree, you could feel the information. It tells you things all the time. They're very, very communicative. Um, you can get the information. And then what I do, me personally, is I do automatic writing. So I write it down. So then that way I don't have to try to remember what or have a conversation with the tree, but just write down the information that's flowing through me to the to the pen and paper. And then later on, I can go ahead and read it. So it's really, really cool. Um, so we're going to go ahead and welcome in our mermaids today. It's really interesting what had happened to me um, during this past week. I've gotten so much information from them as far as what they want to bring forward. And once again, I write it down. So I will be reading quite a bit because I cannot remember all of the information that I do receive from all of these beings. And I definitely recommend that everybody does that. That way you don't miss anything. If you try to remember things and then, you know, go back, you you, you kind of get jumbled up in your mind. So um, today, like I said, we're going to talk about the mermaids. So in the beginning of time, well, first of all, I want to go back just for a second. So right now with Earth and what is happening with the energy of Earth, and I'm going to be talking so fast, I know it because I'm really excited for this. So Earth's energy is shifting and changing. And what's happening is, is that she is actually um, recreating a whole new Earth right now. And it's so much fun to be alive right now. I know it's tough, you know, in certain places, but it actually is really, really cool to be alive at this time in life because this is going to produce so, you know, such a better place for all of us for the future. Things are going to be totally different this time next year. Everybody is going to be going, oh, my gosh, what happened? This is so cool. And I'm so happy. So, you know, and this is all through this slow transformation of this next year. Things are just going to be starting to, um, go, you know, get going in the right direction. We just had a little bout with uh, Mercury retrogrades. So there's a lot of clearing there, a lot of um People and animals are stepping out and into, you know, their own realms of where they go. And um, that's what I was talking about. You know, you could be a dragon and end up back in a dragon body. Um, but anyway, so that that is something that uh, happens during Mercury retrograde. And the reason why is because Mercury retrograde is all about the completion or or um it's actually the completion of your soul. So it's endings, endings. So you don't want to start something during this time, but you do want to, well, actually it's out now, but, um, but you want to uh, definitely recognize that if somebody has transitioned or a pet has transitioned, that they completed their soul's purpose during this time, because once again, it's an ending to their soul's purpose at this time. So that's the reason. So that it's a good time to celebrate if you do have somebody or some uh, animal that has transitioned during this time. It's not all bad. And then um, the endings for yourself are, you know, say relationship endings and things like that. But you have to close one door to open another to create goodness and, you know, grace for yourself. So it's pretty incredible that we do have Mercury retrograde. It allows us to, you know, go back in, integrate what's happening with ourselves at the moment in time and release it to the world and then be done with it forever. So it's a really cool time. I know there's like a lot of misconceptions on that. So Earth is actually starting to uh, transition herself. And so, like I said, the Mercury retrogrades helped her out as well. And uh, what's happening is, is that we are unearthing. I know, kind of funny, right? Um, unearthing a lot of new things. 
i.e. beings and a truce about beings and um, interesting enough uh, energies, new energies and things like that are all coming in, things that we've never experienced before ever in any lifetime. So in the beginning of time, well, right now, the reason why is because it's kind of like an archaeological dig. The earth has layers. And so as we're digging down farther and farther and releasing all these layers, we're unearthing all this new stuff. And um, it's things that we've never seen before. Like you can imagine when we found the very first dinosaur bones and things like that. You know, of course, we didn't even know what they were. And then we started to study them and recognize that, you know, this was beings that lived at this certain time, at this certain level in Earth and so forth and so on. So that's what's happening now. We are unearthing a lot of new beings and a lot of new things. And it's a lot of fun because of it. So the very first time in uh in earth's you know timeline there was um, a continent and it was called lemuria and so lemuria is believed to be the ancestral home of mankind and believed to be in existence with the origin of man so lemuria sunk in the indian ocean um you know way back in the beginning of time and that's what everything is believed to be So you can look that up and see what you think. But this is something that's the reason why I'm bringing this up is because the mermaids did come in during Lemurian time. Also, the dolphins came in, too. So what happened is, is this past week I was dreaming about, um, you know, the mermaids and uh, having these really cool um, words given to me. And so I'm always asking, like, what is this? What is this about? How is this, you know? Where's this coming from? So I try to write it down and then ask later, receive information later through telepathy or, you know, the um, entrainment. So the words that came up for me was Adriatic Sea. Now, the Adriatic Sea is like to, if you're looking at the map, it's to the right of Italy. And it goes right along that border. I think there's like Lebanon and all these other um countries right along the border on the other side of it. And it's only 1,200 feet deep or something like that. And, and it's, you know, deepest part. And it's uh, it's a really cool area of, um, you know, the planet because it's warm. It actually gets up to like 84 degrees in the summer. And then in the winter, I think it's 50s. So it's sort of like the Gulf of Mexico down here in Florida, although I don't even know if the Gulf gets that cold. But um, but anyway, it feels cold to me, I got to tell you. But anyway, so um, so the Adriatic Sea has fresh water that flows in and then it also has seawater. Now, the reason why I'm explaining all of this is because I found this to be quite interesting. And see the um, beings that were being entered in through this portal in the Adriatic Sea are mammals. Or, you know, or actually beings that are mammal-like, so i.e. mermaids. It's really, really fun. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to go ahead and read this to you so that you can kind of hear what it is that we came up with. Um, I had a friend to consult with on this, and she and I were speaking about this. So there's always been a porthole, portal uh, there into inner earth. So in the Adriatic Sea, there's always been a portal there into inner earth. But recently, a gateway to Sirius C, now Sirius is a planet, which is the higher dimension water planet. It actually is known to be um, this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful planet with tons of water on it, um, has opened up or reopened. So 
It is now, it is how mer people and other aquatics were able to come here in the first place. Now, I always heard that dolphins were gifts to the earth. So I'm imagining that's, you know, the mermaids were too. But it had been shut down since Lemuria. This affects those here as they really have been cut off from their higher dimension family and trapped in lower dimension. So the the um, the Mer people, you know, were cut off from their uh, true selves, feeling of who they were and all of this kind of stuff. And so they became sad and they lost their energy of, you know, happiness. And then um, and then they created some bad things because of it. <laughs> but we'll get into that later. So, um, so it was sad, lost energy, but now it's joyful energy. And now higher MERS can come here again, making it easier for them to merge with human aspects. So this is part of earth unearthing. So things are opening up and allowing for all these higher dimensional beings to step back into their original purpose of why they are here. So the MER people are getting to be very, very excited, to be honest with you, because of the fact that they're having this regeneration of of positive energy for them. And they're so excited about it because now they can reunite with their families and um, on the other side for them in this other realm. So everything's coming through and it's really, really interesting. So the, um, this also affects the dolphins and whales. They have been able to stay connected to source energy and keep up with their higher vibrations through this whole thing with Lemuria and everything else. So they've actually been able to stay in touch, you know, with their um, higher selves, which is really cool. But yes, the mer people got quite angry. So when they got angry, they, um, oh, and then actually, I'm going to go back just for a second. They're actually going to be able to merge back into their human cells because right now they've turned into um, like very, very fish-like. And the reason why is because they've had to hide and be um, underwater, like in the really, really deep, deep, deep depths of underwater. So they don't get to see the sun very often. And so they, um, so they've kind of lost their human side of them as much. And now they're more fish-like looking. And so, um, so when they start to re-emerge, which they are saying that they're going to do, and this is why we're talking to them today, and they've invited, they wanted us to invite them in. Um, when they re-emerge, they're going to go back to where they're looking a little bit more human-like on top, and then, you know, of course, have the fishy bottom. However, they're still not going to look like they do in the pictures, <laughs> just so you know. So there's many tales of mean mer people. That were based on truth. Over time, especially earlier, some were still very angry at being left behind and would defy the rules and mess with humans. Some even developed a taste for flesh. A few bad apples, you know, a few bad apples ruined it for the whole bunch. And that's basically what did happen because not all mer people were bad at the time, but just because there were some few bad people or mer people, then, hey, you know, this is what happens. So Poseidon was one of the very first mer people as well as, well, actually the earliest recorded mermaid was an ancient Syrian goddess and her name is Adar Goddess. So A-T-A-R-G-A-T-I-S. And she watched over fertility of her people as well as their general well-being. She is human above the waist and then fish below the waist. And this is back in Syrian times, so it's like way, way, way back in the beginning. 
and um, really interesting. And then the Greeks came up with Poseidon because they wanted it to be male. And so Poseidon and then Neptune was the Roman god that's mermaid like. Now, there's other beings that are, you know, under the water that look like mermaids or have, you know, mermaid abilities. And nymphs were recognized as half human, half fish mermaids, though the human half still had scales all over it. So basically what they look like now is kind of more like a nymph, to be honest with you. And um, when I'll tell you why I know this, because I have seen them and uh, met them. Um, there are stories of seamen that would climb aboard ships and sink them. So they have these mermen that would actually climb aboard ships, you know, stories, and they would just sit on the one edge of the boat, and then the boat would just start to sink on that one side. So um, they had magic powers big time. They could call in storms. They could call in, you know, nasty things for, um, you know, the, to the detriment of these um, um, these people that are on these boats. It was not good. So sirens in Greek mythology would present themselves as beautiful women. They could be half bird, half women, half or half woman. Um, and also they were mermaids as well. And they said that they would like to lure men to their deaths with singing. Now, mermaids, I haven't really heard that they actually do sing, but I have a feeling that they might. But as of um, as of today, they're not saying that they really sing. So they had two sides and two stories. One was that they were beautiful and seductive maidens that were greatly desired by lonely sailors or sirenesque beasts that dragged men into the inky black depths. Terrible, terrible. I'm telling you, a few bad apples. So everyone thought it was best to avoid mermaids and mermen because they were bad luck to see and or snag in um, your net. I can imagine they might be a little bit upset about being snagged in a net. So there's ancient belief that every land animal must have a counterpart in the sea. I thought this was interesting, and that's why I'm giving you this information. So um, there's the humans, obviously, is the mermaid. And then they have what they call seahorses, right? And sea cows, which is are down here. Those are um, manatees. And then for the unicorns, which we always have to bring the unicorns into every conversation, is the narwhal. It has a big, long horn. It's really interesting. So, um, so how I know about the mermaids and why I wanted to talk with you all about them today is because I actually met them. I was sleeping one night in my own house here, and it was just about, I don't know, maybe two or three months after moving in. And I had come from the country. So I had learned about, you know, fairies and um, let's see, like uh, creepy creatures that actually showed up at my house that I had to say, get out of my house and um, woodland beings. And of course, unicorns. I learned about unicorns while I was out there too. So it's really cool. So, um, so anyway, so when I moved here, everything became more water-like because this house is close to the water, as I've told you before. And um, so I was starting to learn more about how important it is to really step into that realm more so, you know, with like the dolphins, because they are so cool and full of wisdom. And, um, you know, the mermaids, for sure, because it was all about the mythological beings that are available to you and me for um, that are all water based. And it's really interesting. So when I met them, it was so cool, because 
I was sleeping and there's two states of sleep. You know, there's your, um, there's your twilight state, like where you're just starting to go off to sleep, but you're still sort of aware of your surroundings. And then there's your deep sleep, of course, when you actually fall asleep and then you start dreaming and then you wake back up. And then same thing again, when you're starting to come out of your state of, uh, you know, starting to wake up again, you go back to this twilight state. So the way that I've like recognized certain beings for myself, and I don't know if this is for everyone, but this is how I uh, perceive the, you know, the things that I get introduced to is that if I'm in my twilight state, when I meet them, then that means that they're real and they're actually here on earth in physical body. And so because of that, I met the um, mermaids during twilight time. That makes me believe that they are definitely here in physical body still on earth. And from what I understand, they are 2000 feet below sea level. And they're, um, they're like, they're all over, you know, but of course, they had to hide because of all of these. Um, and we'll actually, I'll tell you about that in just a minute. But um, so they had to hide. So and not be seen anymore. So it's really interesting that. Um, so anyway, so I'm sleeping in this twilight state. And I'm claustrophobic, very claustrophobic. And so I woke up with this mermaid hugging me, like, you know, because they were in the water and it's the only way that they could stay with me was to hold on to me. And um, so anyway, so I was really scared because it was a big mermaid <laughs> and it was black and slimy and didn't stink those. That was nice. And um, just a really cool experience to a degree until I started panicking. And then I was like, you have to let go of me because it was too much. They were, you know, they were really holding on tight. And then the girl um, mermaid walked in and with her long fingers, she wrapped her fingers around my ankle. And I jumped out of bed at that point and scared to death. It was really funny. Hi, Melissa. Thanks for making it. And um, it was funny because I stood up and I'm looking around for them. And of course, they're not there because it was in my twilight state. So they haven't come back to visit me. But I'll tell you what I saw when I did see them. I saw black beings, like absolutely like dark, 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 dark black. And they had these really neat eyes. And they were like these oval eyes. And just beautiful. And they were like just clear, like um, almost like sunglasses, you know, that go over your eyes because they use them to see underwater. And then they had gills for ears. And with their fingers, they're really long fingers, but they had, you know, of course, the um, what do you call it? Like in between their fingers so that they could swim. Right. And um, almost like fins type of thing. And then, of course, they had their tails and um, their bodies. They had um, like a, it was almost like a, a gill type, you know, like where they like shark gills, you know, like where they could breathe underwater. So it was really interesting to see them. Um, not very attractive, I have to tell you. They have teeth, you know, that are kind of like fangs. Like if you look at shark's teeth, they're like real rigid and jagged. And, um, you know, that's because they do eat fish underwater. They're not vegetarians because they can't be. So, um so it's kind of interesting, you know, how they looked and they're not scary looking. They're just not attractive like you uh, like we see in, in this, you know, nowadays. But luckily for us, they are going to be um, attractive in the future when they do come back because they do want to be attractive again. So um, so that's the deal with that. So unicorns, just getting back to my beautiful unicorns that I love so much, um, they can purify poison water 
just so you know. So they're helping out these mermaids as well. Just want to keep you abreast of that because it's thought that was really cool. They keep stepping in and saying, hey, remember us? And so I have to bring them in, you know, because I love them so much. All right. So mermaids today, they are powerful beings here to assist in the great movement that is happening, you know, in the water and everywhere else with the energy of Earth shifting and changing. So it's really, really cool. The polar energies are shifting and the guidance of the mer people are helping with keeping everything safe. So the polar energies of Earth are actually shifting and changing. And that's what we're sort of feeling. That's why sometimes you feel a little bit off. They talk about all of these different like weird stuff that's happening that's never happened to you before. All of this is all going on because of this new energy that's being um, that's coming into Earth now. And it's uh, it's really cool because it's good energy, but we're just not used to it. So we have to give ourselves time to adjust to it. So. Um, They're helping with keeping everything safe. The less advanced beings need assistance. And so this is where the mer people's existence helps in these times. So when things are starting to shift underwater, like this is how I see it or how they explain it to me, is they kind of shuffle these, you know, fish off over here. They make sure that all of the fish that are choosing to maybe leave the planet but haven't yet been coming extinct are also being protected. You know, everything that they can do to help create, um, you know, and keep the waters clean, you know, because when, um, like, I see, like, um, basically, like, little earthquakes under the water that you can see, like, falling rocks and things like that, you know, they quickly shuffle everybody out of the way to help them sort of stay safe. So, um, so that's really cool. You know, they're really trying to make up for all of the uh, (laughs) bad stuff that they did in the past because of those few bad apples. So they left a message for all of us today, and I do want to um, to read this to you because it's a really interesting message. So it says, we are here to assist humans recognize the detriment the waters and earth has received and to help with the clearing. We lived close to humans back in the beginning, lighter skin and color and more human-like looking. I feel like they were blue, actually. Um, But over time, we were hunted and betrayed. Now, betrayed is not by humans, actually. That's by themselves. Like they, And they also feel like they were betrayed because the fact that they um, were left here, you know, when that portal got closed up. And so they were very angry. So they said, so we had to hide after that because they actually were starting to be hunted because they were bad apples. (laughs) They stay in deeper water where no man could find us. There is where we evolved into the beings we are now, with black skin, gills, bigger eyes to see better in the dark depths. We were blue and green. It says blue and green are the colors we were before. Over time, we will come back to the surface where we can coexist and continue to be sentinels to the Earth's oceans. They are the keepers of clean water, and they are a lover of all of the seas. So they really, really love the ocean and they love the ocean energy and they want to make sure that we take care of the ocean as well. Now, that being said, thank you so much to the to the um, mermaids because we're all done with them for now. And we're going to move on into the ocean itself. It's really interesting. And the dolphins, actually. Um We could probably talk about dolphins first, because the thing is, is that this whole week has been a very interesting week for me, like I said to you before, and I'm sure it's been an interesting week for everybody. But the um, 
the butterflies and dolphins have been coming in like I can't even tell you. It's really, really interesting. And as we've spoken before, all animals have information to to share so that they can help us learn more about ourselves and understand, you know, what's happening in the world. And so um, dolphins are one of those. So the dolphins are ambassadors of the sea. Now they inspire joy and play for all of us. There's, um, there's actually two dolphins that live right around the corner from me here. And um, they're always greeting the boats. It's so funny because they do like sea world tricks and they're not trained dolphins. They do it just because, you know, and they really love to help help out with um, the sheer joy and um, idea of fun and play that we need to keep in our lives every single day. You know, I was just told recently that uh, we should do something fun for ourselves every single day. And then it becomes a habit. And then that creates more joy for ourselves. And then of course, with that heart being healthy with joy and love and appreciation, appreciation is another part of love, then you are emanating that out into the world and the world becomes a better place. So uh, dolphins are helping us with all of this, which is really, really cool. So dolphins are also about harmony and balance, remembering our oneness with everything in the world. So it's really interesting because um, I was talking to a uh, osprey the other day. And it was funny. I was walking on the beach. It was actually, I want to say yesterday. And uh, yeah, because it was voting day. And the Osprey was getting me to look up because I had on my headphones and I was listening to um, meditation music because I like to walk and just think at the same time. I get a lot of information that way when I'm walking. And um, Linda's so cute. She says, I love the dolphins and the whales and what they can share with me. Yes. And they're extremely intelligent. You know, they've been here since the beginning of time and um, they're just unbelievable beings. So anyway, so that being said, the osprey was so cute. So the osprey flew up and was, you know, circling me and, and, you know, being very boisterous. So it was, you know, yelling at the top of its lungs and not telepathy, but actually out loud, you know, squawking and or whatever they call that when there's birds, you know. Chirping, chirping, but it really wasn't chirping. It was actually a more higher pitch than that. But anyway, so it's going around. It's this beautiful osprey. And then finally I said, okay, I'm going to stop. So I was like, all right, fine. So I stopped. And when I stopped, it like it landed in this tree and landed on a tree branch. And it was, you know, way above my head because they like to stay high anyway. And so I was like, what's the message? So it was telling me, and it was really, really interesting because what it was doing was infusing into my heart this whole idea of oneness. Now, at the time yesterday, I was thinking that we would be talking about dragons today because I really wanted to bring them in. But the mermaids took over and said, no, not this week. You can talk about them another time. We want to be, you know, here and present it to the world. So here we are. We were talking about mermaids. But in the meantime, though, this bird was sitting up on top of this branch and it was the neatest thing. And it kept telling me to look up. So behind the bird, and this is really cool because the day before this also happened too, there were vultures flying in the sky. Now in, um, let's see, the American Indians or just probably um, Native Indians, they all believe that the vultures have a reason or a purpose. And their purpose is to clear negativity or um, unwanted energy. And so I was looking at where these vultures were flying and they were flying over the voting sites. 
that we have here that were close to me. And I thought, wow, that's just so interesting. So they're helping clearing some of the energy to help people be a little more clear in their thought processes and not have so much fear involved with their, um, you know, process of what what they were receiving or going through all day yesterday. So it was really, really interesting. So the bird was saying to me that we're all one because you can see how the vultures have even connected in with the humans and are trying to help clear this energy and help create a better world. And this is what, you know, the bird wants to say to all of us is that we are one and that it's so important to recognize that everything on the planet has, you know, a purpose for sure. And, Just because, you know, our brains are a little bit bigger does not mean that we don't have that we have more sense or we have more wisdom than um, these other beings. All these beings have wisdom. Like I said, if you sit with a tree, you wouldn't believe the information that you receive from them. It's insane. And it is so cool. I mean, after all, they are the libraries of the earth. They, They receive all of the knowledge of the earth because they're here for so long. They live a long time most of the time. And the trees that you'll talk to because they're bigger, um, usually people like to sit with, you know, oak trees. And uh, I don't know, mine, there's a banyan tree out in my backyard, too. And elms and whatever else, you know, but they're a little bit bigger and a little bit older. And so um, they have a lot of wisdom to share. So it's really, really interesting. So the dolphins are all about following our instincts as as well. And that's another energy thing, like we're just talking about. It's important to follow what you feel is right for you. You know, we do not need to be letting other people recognize or even tell us things that don't feel good for ourselves is not you know, if if you're feeling like it's not good, then definitely don't do it or just take your time with it and make a better decision later. So then the other thing that the bird was talking about is recognizing expansion. Now, this is something that I kind of dabbled in in 2014. And um, oh, thank you, Robin, so much. She said, thank you for sharing all the information with all of us. Um, So in 2014, it was really interesting because I wanted to learn about expansion and um, I didn't really understand it. And this is something that's a little bit deeper. I have to tell you, you do have to go into that entrainment part of your body where you're really um, thinking and feeling into your heart. And when you think and feel into your heart, then you can start to see like um, different things. And say you want to tap into like for me, it was funny. I was thinking about expansion. I was laying in my bed when I was in North Carolina and I was just sitting there and I was like, wow, this is so cool. And then all of a sudden, and it was the cutest thing, my dog popped in. And now she's not really clear because she didn't have the energy to like pull in her whole self. But I could see like just the top part of her, you know, and so she rolled over so I could scratch her belly. It was the coolest thing. And she was telling me that she had missed me so much. I was so excited to see her, but I couldn't believe that just in thinking expansion that it actually happened for me that I could like you know, communicate with her here in Florida. And I was in North Carolina. So the whole thing is, is that expansion is really, really important for all of us. You can uh, feel into energies anywhere you want to. Like, say you want to go to a certain part of the world like Bimini and you want to ask the dolphins there, like, what's going on there? How is water? What is everything like? Do you like the energy? All this other kind of stuff. You can just tap in by this expansion of this idea on that, you know, we are all one, that we are all connected. 
connected. And we all have this information available to us at any moment, at any time you want to. You just have to take the time to tap in. It's really, really cool, I got to tell you. And it's a lot of fun. And the more you do it, the more you start to trust it and the more you believe in it. And that's the biggest thing right now with Earth. I was telling my sister yesterday that we all need to start really thinking about this new Earth that we're creating right now because Earth is changing whether you like it or not. So we have to, you know, be on board with this. And the the fact is, is that it's all about this oneness. You know, it's all about mysticism, having these other beings from other realms being in our presence because that's what's going to happen. You're going to start seeing mermaids, you know, eventually. You're going to see dragons eventually. They want to step in, too. Now, I'm not sure how they're going to, you know, be able to do it because they're kind of scary looking at times. But, um, you know, unicorns, they'll show up, too. All of these beings are going to start showing up where you're going to actually start to see. And um, they don't want to scare you, but it's going to happen. And so it's time for us to, you know, take into consideration Hmm, I wonder, is that real? Can it be real? You know, we've written about it. We all have great imaginations. And most things that we can um, see are uh, are in existence, believe it or not. Trying to keep it all good, though, okay? Anyway, so they are, um, so they're also symbols of protection and resurrection. That's what the uh, dolphins are all about. And so, like I said to you, you know, we're going through this new beginning, which is a resurrection of Earth. And it's so amazing. But we're protected while we're doing it. So it's really, really fun to uh, think about this with them and their um, beautiful, beautiful message that they're sending us. Sending us. They also help us, you know, to remember to live peacefully amongst each other. Dolphins and whales both are really amazing at, you know, being super, super peaceful. They help each other consistently all the time with everything. You know, whales, of course, they can't be as, um, you know, as available because they have to stay in the deeper water being so large. But dolphins, they can come right up, you know, right up to the shore here and then get right back out into the water. They're pretty, pretty amazing at how they can do this kind of stuff. And um, it's really interesting because, you know, there's stories that when I grew up down here in Florida, you know, around the water, you always hear about dolphin chasing sharks away. And so them, with them being the ambassadors of the sea, you know, we believe that when we see a dolphin, that we can jump right in the water and be safe and not worry about a thing. Also, dolphins have been known to help save um, people that are drowning, which is really cool, too. So it's pretty amazing, you know, that these beings are out there to help us and they have an innate sense and know. So how is that? You know, this is like recognizing that they have their own wisdom, that they truly are multidimensional and very, very intelligent as well. And it's pretty, um, pretty cool to think about, you know, and once again, that's expanding your idea on things and recognizing that things are different big time, especially coming up for all of us this time next year. Let's see here. What else was I going to say? Oh, the other thing that I wanted to talk about was the ocean herself. Now the ocean has been really talkative lately to me every single time I go out there. This is cute. So we're just going to read a couple of these and then we'll go ahead and get back into the ocean. So Crystal says, I had six black crows make a lot of noise on my walk yesterday and they kept following me from tree to tree for a bit. I was trying to tap into their and their message, but I struggled. Was it a warning? Was it something else? 
Oh, no, no, it wasn't a warning. I wouldn't say that was a warning crystal at all. I would say that crows are really cool messengers. And they actually, did you know that a crow you can make into a pet? Like, and they'll start talking, literally. You've seen like movies where the pirates have crows. And the reason why is because they do like to be, um, they like to be active and they like to have the, um, uh, you know, people, human, humor, human interaction, sorry, human interaction is what they really enjoy. So I would say that these crows, they're messengers for you and they're bringing you a message for sure, like you said. So what you want to do is look up um, crow spirit animal and see what part of that fits for you. Now, all of that might not work. It only might be one thing that they might have said, but it also might trigger something that, you know, you actually did hear, but just didn't recognize. Once again, writing it down is really helpful, too. So if you do and if you have time today or tomorrow, you can just sit and say, you know, write down the question, say, what did the crows want me to hear or what kind of message do they have? And make sure you write that out and then just flow from there after that and see what comes to you. It's um, called automatic writing and it's amazing. I got to tell you. And then you can go back and read it later or you can read it right after you say it or right after you do it. But the whole time that you're writing it, it's really interesting. And I've done this before where I'm like, huh, that does not sound right, but I'm going to write it anyway. And luckily for me, most stuff is pretty positive, but, um, but I write it down anyway. And then later on, you know, I, I look at it maybe the next day and I'm always just astounded at some of the information that's given to me for, um, for, well, for this and also for myself, you know, my own personal stuff. So it's really, really cool. So try some automatic writing too. I mean, I think that Goldilocks Productions has um, a few people that are doing some classes on automatic writing and that's another place you can check into as well. So um, oh, I, no, I can't wait to get back with my Maui my Maui whale. Oh, I bet you Maui is just gorgeous for sure. For sure. For sure. Those guys are really protecting. It's really interesting because the whales down in, um, well, over in Hawaii, I should say not down, but over, um, they're really interesting, you know, cause there's a lot of deep water there and, uh, they hang out quite a bit over there because, um, it's like the, I don't know, it's like really good, happy energy, but it's also, um, like from what they say to me, it's like the energy there is like flowy. So like sometimes you hit like a, it, it's almost like a sauna, you know, like a sauna or sitting in a, not sitting in a sauna, but sitting in a jacuzzi, that's it. And they hit like these air bubbles and then, you know, they can float up a little bit and uh, go back down. So that's what I see them doing. They're kind of like enjoying the water there because there must be some stuff that's um, active there that's, you know, they can get these little bubbles that they can float and uh, hang out and not have to um, swim and, and that sort of stuff. So that's really interesting. I never even thought about that till now, but that's what they're giving me. So, so cool. Love it. So um, let's see. Kimberly says today, two totems are hawks and dogs. Tell you what, dogs have been a big deal for me lately too. I went for a walk on the beach today and there were dogs everywhere, even though they're not supposed to be. And um, Crystal says, I think crows are very misunderstood. Yes, you're right about that. A lot of things are misunderstood. And once again, it's all going to come to, you know, earth, unearthing. The um, positive side of life is what we're going to see more of instead of, you know, looking for the the negative or the um, the 
misconception of things. You know, it's going to be more where we're looking at the, oh, this is helpful. This is going to be for this and joyful and more in a, I don't know, just a happier state of mind. And it's going to be really, really fun and really, really interesting. Yes, the answer will come to you. Exactly. Thank you, Judy. Hopefully she can see that. I don't know if she's on Facebook, though, but she might be able to. Um, Yes, she can. Good. All right. So, Crystal, you can see Judy's response for you. Judy's so good. So, Crystal says, Judy Huffman was, what was interesting was I had just stopped to speak some light language, the dying tree that I'm helping transition. As I continued on, they followed me for a bit. Oh, that's right, Crystal. That's right. I forgot about you and you're in North Carolina. That's so cool. Love you all. Have to go to work and then hang for hours. It's incredible. Oh, that's so cool. So anyway, so back to the ocean. I want to get back to that real quick because it's super important. The um, ocean is talking and um, so the water element in us is all about emotions And when we're present at the ocean, it's really, really interesting because you have positive ions and negative ions. Now, positive ions are what carries disease. So this is like proven. It's all scientific. It's really fun to um, hear about. But anyway, so positive ions carry disease and negative ions uh, release it. It's like a really good um, feeling. It's like a helpful feeling type of thing. So the negative ions are the good ions is basically what it comes down to. And what the ocean releases is the negative ions. And so that's why whenever you're around water or you feel, you know, so good being around even a waterfall, you know, up in North Carolina, I would go waterfall hunting. I just love waterfalls are so cool. So anyway, so, um, so being around water, you know, with that, with it releasing the negative ions, it helps us feel better, much more clear, much healthier. And so it's a very important thing for us to receive. Well, in the ocean, you can actually swim, right? So it's really cool. So when you get in the water, in the ocean, it's almost inevitable that you feel good. Now, when you're feeling good and you're in the water, now, water is related to all water. Remember, we are all one, right? So, The Gulf of Mexico is related to the Adriatic Sea, which is over there, you know, where um, Italy is. And how it gets there is, you know, through all this stuff, right? Through the other oceans, the Atlantic and whatever else is over there. I'm not very good with my geography. But um, anyway, so that's what what happens. So the energy that you're putting out into the water actually flows to Italy, if you think about it which is really, really neat because all of our positive ions are, or negative ions, I'm sorry, gives us the positive energy, which then we send out into the world. So if you're feeling down or you're feeling a little bit, I don't know, not feeling, you know, all that great, then um, a good way to, and this is the ocean speaking once again, a good way to create water for yourself is to have a fountain in your house. Because fountains are even good for, you know, the spirit and the body. And it helps, you know, your mind settle and relax. And um, and it releases, once again, even that little tiny fountain releases the negative ions, which helps you feel better. So fountains are really, really cool to have in your house if you can't get to a natural body of water. It's, um, it's a really nice way to bring in that water energy for all of us. And um, once again, the 
the water is so grateful that we love it so much too. So it's really, really interesting. So the ocean wanted to make sure that, that um, we sort of recognize that this is all so important that, that there's still that oneness out there and that um, we have to understand it. So then that way we can create more of it. And that's what we're doing right now with earth herself changing and shifting, we have to change and shift with her and we want to create a better world for all of us. And that's what we're, we are doing inevitably, no matter what, because we're making the impossible possible by creating heaven on earth, which is all about unconditional love and joy, because that's a whole purpose of living is to have your experiences, but with discernment, not with judgment and to have this unconditional love. It's all about that. So um, I have about 10 minutes left, and I don't know how everybody feels right now, but um, that was a lot of information today. (laughs) So I wanted to mention once again that you can go to raspberrylight.com to get readings. Um, I'm going to start doing different types of readings with the totems, um, your totem animal readings. I've been seeing a lot of those lately. I've really been opening up to these other realms once again, and I'm super excited about that. So I've got to tell you a story that is really, really neat. The uh, one time, and this happened like when I was first starting to read, and uh, I was reading for a lady and a dog. Well, for her dog, actually. And he had transitioned. And she said to me, why is my heart so broken? I feel like I've lost like the love of my life. And so I tapped into the dog and, you know, was talking to it and asking it, you know, what was going on with it. And um, it's so interesting because when I'm in the presence of the person, it's, you know, much easier because, you know, you get their energy with your energy. And so it's just a beautiful thing. But um, seeing, you know, people on screen is a good way to receive the energy, too. And then, of course, remotely you can do it as well. But um, so much nicer to do it in person, though, just so you know. I mean, you know, like on zoom or this thing this type of thing it's really cool so anyway so the whole thing is oh no that's so cool i know those mermaids are just amazing they really wanted to make sure that they had uh us straighten out the record for them you know that they were actually cut off from their planet and that they were very upset about that and that's why the bad apples went me so That's what happened. But anyway, so back to this dog. So this dog was on the other side and this lady was asking about her broken heart. And it turned out that she was a woodland being and that the dog was also a woodland being and that he was her lover, you know, on the other side. And they were together through many lifetimes as woodland beings. But then she decided to incarnate as a human and he didn't want to. So he told her he would come in as her dog instead so that they could still spend some time together. And um, I think he died when he was like eight or nine years old or something like that. So they had eight or nine years. And then that's what it was. And I have to tell you, at first, I was quite shocked that I had even said anything like that to her because I thought she's going to think I'm nuts. But I but the whole thing is, is that inherently she knew that this was real for herself. And um, she was just, you know, tears flowing and just felt so relieved that she had the answer and understood it completely for herself. And so it was really, really interesting. So that being said, I think that what I'd like to do, too, is introduce these new um, readings of the elemental readings. Now, it's something that we'll um, start off with at a lower 
discounted price because I'm not doing them on a regular basis quite yet. And so I want to um, kind of tap into it and feel into it a little bit. But I feel with everything that's happening and all these new energies that are coming in and um, this new stuff with all these realms, these different realms and beings, uh, it's pretty interesting what's what's coming up for me. And so I feel that uh, that this will work out really, really well. So it'll be fun. Very different as I am, unique and different, <laughs> but still really, really good. And um, like I said, always great information and um, positive information, positive, very, very positive and uplifting, which is very cool. So Kimberly says, yay, totems, my soul tribe family on the other side is leading and teaching me as well. Yes, exactly. So the totem animals are really amazing, as are all animals and all beings. And um it's just so much fun to uh, to be a part of this whole thing. I'm really, really enjoying it. This new transition for me that I'm going through, as well as what all of you are going through as well, is, um, is, is fun. It's really good. You know, we just have to keep thinking positive and keep ourselves happy and uh, talk to each other <laughs> a lot. <laughs> that helps too, you know. Stick with your tribe families because they are, uh, they're so helpful. And... Um, and Crystal, in your case, you can get to talk to trees because you are so connected to them. It's really, really amazing. Crystal actually is helping trees uh, heal right now because she's got a neighborhood that's full of sick trees. And so she's trying to help them heal, you know, get the um, community involved and see about um, see about the uh, horticulturalists, uh, you know, everybody that she can to try to help these trees out. And so it's um, so much fun, you know, that we are all stepping into our own power and recognizing what we can do to help our environment, even if it's just our immediate environment right around us, because in, in an essence, Crystal, you're sending the love to all these trees that need to be healed. And um, once again, that's expansion and that's what you're doing. And so it's so incredible and so grateful that you're doing that. And I'm sure that the trees are even more grateful. So really cool. So anyway, so now I have like five minutes left. And um, is there anybody that would like a unicorn reading? Because they're so much fun. And of course, they want to be recognized today. They're such beautiful beings. So the colors of the unicorns are so important. And, um, you know, as we know, the blues and greens are coming in today because of the mermaids. So um, lots of water energy, lots of uh, lots of good stuff happening. And I'm just just so excited that we are uh, that we're in these times right now because it is good. I promise it's going to be OK. That's what I keep hearing from these animals. And they're saying that, you know, as long as we remember the expansion and the oneness, then it'll get easier and just feel, feel so much better for all of us. So it's um, pretty, pretty amazing. So um, Karen Lynn, granddaughter, Cora is here watching, reading for her. Oh, how cute is that? So Cora, oh, let's see. Oh, wow, you're a unicorn. Okay, we got to write this down. So Cora, I'm getting that your unicorn is like a beautiful, bright, bright colors because you're young. So we're going to be orange, like a really, really bright orange. And there's some green. And then you've got some, oh, we got sparkles. So there's um, multicolored sparkles. And then the main is, let's see, you've got yellow and blue. And then a little bit of pink. 
All right. So the orange and green. So the orange is like the brightest orange that you can imagine ever. I mean, it is just so bright and gorgeous. So your unicorn is actually orange. And so the orange is on top. And then you have these green legs and the green legs are another bright, bright green. They're like uh, the candy apple green, you know, that type of green, almost like a fuchsia green. Is that what it's called? Or I'm not sure. But anyway, that bright green. And then the multicolored sparkles are there, too. I feel like you like um, like the little uh, I can't remember what it's called, but the little things that go on top of a cupcake. That's all those little sparkly. You know, they're all different colors, but in your unicorn, they're sparkles. And um, so anyway, so the multicolored sparkles. So the green part of this is all about you wanting to um, to have fun with the healing and recognizing like you're you're actually really, really in tune with what's happening in the world right now, which is really cool. But you're bringing there's joy in that process of this little bit of healing that you're doing and it's grounding you into the earth. So I feel like you're wanting to help you know, everybody and everything, like you're the type of person that likes to help everybody. And um, so that's you're a healer is what it comes down to. This is your gift. And then the orange, but in a joyful way. And then the orange is all about creativity. So you're also extremely creative and um, a lot of fun. Actually, you like to laugh and dance and just have a good time. That's really cool. And then the multicolored sparkles are about no judgment. Like you have no judgment whatsoever about anything that's um, about people, you know, that's negative. You're always really upbeat and um, really fun, just fun. Um, the yellow is about joy. You're bringing joy into the world and that's who you are. That's actually who you are and what you're about. And then the blue, cause these other colors are joyful too. So joy is basically your, um, theme. And then blue is all about speaking it, but it's like a light blue. So you're, um, so you're speaking it, but very kindly, very, very kindly. And then of course the pink is all about love. That's just amazing. Thank you so much for letting me or for introducing me to your unicorn because it's a beautiful, beautiful unicorn. I wish that I could actually draw these unicorns for you guys and um, let you see them. But it's uh, honestly, there's the world just doesn't make these colors. (laughs) You all are so unique. And the colors I see, I really just I've tried drawing them and honestly, it's, there's no, I've not seen any colors that, you know, fit you. You're just so beautiful. So that's it for today. I want to thank you so much. Oh, Karen, thank you. She says you are so right on. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Oh, one other thing. I I want to um, ask you all if you could send in um, like recommendations or if I've done readings for you before, if you could um, send them in as a, um, I forget what it's called, but you know, like where it tells people that I'm good at what I do. So Send those those recommendations in. That would be great. So I can go ahead and um, put them on my website at yep, loveraspberrylight at gmail.com is the email that you can send those to. And as always, I really appreciate all of you and cannot thank you enough for listening to my show. And I'm excited to um, find out what we're going to talk about next week because, honestly, with the way things are progressing, I got to tell you, this has not been uh, – it's not easy <laughs> – because I always get nervous about it. I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh, you know, what are we going to talk about next week? I'm sort of a planner, you know, Virgo, got everything, got my lists. But the um, the show is not allowing that to uh, to happen. So I have to be patient and just allow. And I think that's the theme for all of us. 
So you all have a great week. Thank you again once once again. And um, I will see you next week and we'll see what we're going to talk about then. All right. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Become a Goldilocks Productions VIP patron. Receive exclusive access to live stream special and other epic perks. Join the Goldilocks Productions VIP community today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.